0: You are listening to At The Moment with Jules, the podcast that brings you contemporary conversations with wonderful feminists. Lately, the podcast has gained a few more listeners, so for those of you who don't know who I am, I feel like I should introduce myself. My name is Julie Storysund, and I'm the host of this podcast. And in case you haven't gotten the memo, I'm very passionate about feminism. I'm 23 years old from Norway. I have a twin brother and a baby brother, he will always be the baby, and two lovely parents who love traveling, which is why I've lived in Kentucky, Geneva, Oslo, Paris, and eventually London. I've always been a feminist, because I've always believed in equality. But my experience with moving around a lot has made me realize how unequal the world still is and how many struggles people face because of their gender, race, sexuality, even in the most egalitarian countries in the world. And the first thing we can do to change these old patterns is to really listen up and learn more about each other's experiences, which can be really fun and enlightening. And that's what this podcast is about. to
1: Everything at the buffet table, as I like to say,
0: <laughs> Paris is here with me again. Hello, for the second time. We'll start with some rapid fire questions because I love them. What do you never get tired of?
1: I never get tired of just just the internet, basically, like the amount <laughs> of time I spend, and sometimes i re like I spend so much time on YouTube and sometimes oh I'll re-watch God. videos I've already seen. But I've just I I've spent ages yeah. watching videos. Like at the moment, I've wasted so much time watching other people play video games. Like I have three PlayStations mm. in my room. I've not used them in ages because I'm watching other people online playing games. I'm oh. just like
0: it's just a new version of a reality show, isn't it? Or or like a niche uh, yeah. reality show, like. Watching people do things.
1: Yeah, like seeing the, they, like if they're normal pl-
0: things. Yeah, like <laughs> if
1: they're playing a horror game, like seeing them get scared is like Yeah. Sometimes they kind of make you scare kind of thing, <laughs> like just their reaction makes you jump more than the game makes you jump. Right. But
0: oh uh, it's, it's so entertaining and I don't know why. Name the first word that comes to mind.
1: Blueberry. Oh. Gonna <laughs> nice. love a bit of
0: blueberry. What is best done slowly?
1: Uh, Better done slowly, I would say. Besides what I was originally thinking of, because that's a bit not safe for work. I'd say, I'd say cooking. Cooking is the slower you, you cook, usually the better. So. I love my slow cooker. I haven't used it in ages, but oh, everything tastes so good in it.
0: I've heard of those. I've never tried it. Oh, they're before. really
1: good. They're, um, basically you cook something on either medium or high and what you're cooking is slightly varies to time, but you mm. can actually, do. you usually, if you have it on low, everything usually takes like six to eight hours. You can put like mm. anything in there. So if you put it on low, you can literally put something on before uni, and then you've got dinner ready for when you come back from oh uni. Oh my
0: god! So you you don't have to do anything.
1: Yeah, because it's cooking while you're at uni. So all we have to do is like any like final touches. <laughs> that's the theory of it. That's what it's supposed to do if you use it properly. But I'm not responsible enough
0: <laughs> to actually do that. I feel like that's just the first stage to robots cooking for us while we're, you know, while we're at school and work and stuff. But, um, what's the funniest prank played on you or played by you? Oh, funniest prank.
1: That I can name off the top of my head. It's kind of a generic one, but when I drink with a couple of my housemates, we always play the piccolo drinking up. Basically, it's a drinking game where it has a different rule each round. You play the game by typing in everyone's names and it comes up with rules randomly. It randomly selects someone's name to do a certain rule. Mm -hmm. And I always get, Paris, give your phone to Jimmy and let him post a funny post on Facebook under your account. Uh, (laughs) And every single one is always terrible. And I have my grandparents on Facebook. So basically, anything... What's an
0: example of that?
1: Um, Well, one time, Jimmy was making very sly changes to my Facebook account, like... You've said that I was in a relationship. That was only, that was one of the later things he'd done. That's when I finally noticed, because someone liked it. He chose my profile <laughs> picture to Harambe. To what? Harambe. You know, the um, the gorilla that got shot last year? And then... <laughs> what? I have not You've heard of You've not about. heard of Harambe? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Basically, there's a gorilla that got shot last year in a zoo, uh, because, like, a child got into the enclosure and... The zookeepers were worried that he would kill the child so that he Uh got shot. And that started a whole, like, it got, like, it was all over the news. And obviously because of that, it became a meme. And someone, someone went around and made this YouTube video... And now he was going up to people be like, Yeah, I wanna sign this petition called Dick South for Harambe what? And it was so that he was doing that as like a prank thing because it was like such a viral thing, but then the whole internet caught on to it. And okay. so now Harambe himself became a meme and everyone's like, never forget Harambe <laughs> and yeah, so he changed my profile picture to Harambe and then said that I was studying in Kenya he was just making very slight changes to my <laughs> Facebook account without me noticing. So that's probably the funnier one <laughs> <he's> done. <laughs> oh,
0: that's so funny. I don't know. The gorilla, Harambe. That's so funny. Oh um, Okay, speaking of animals, what animal do you feel most resembles you, both in personality and looks?
1: Ooh. I don't know why, but the first thing <laughs> that came to mind was a meerkat and I don't know why because <laughs> I was just thinking of Timon from The Lion King that's all I could yeah. that's all I could think of and then I know like in one of the they've done this really weird movie called Lion King 1.5 where it's basically the first movie but told from the point of view of Timon and Pumbaa and all the meerkats oh, yeah. in that are like <laughs> scary cats and that and I love the Dig the Tunnel song and I was just like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a meerkat. I'm going to say I'm a meerkat. <laughs> what song do you like? You know, and it, they're talking about how to have to, like, dig the tunnels and all that to hide from the hyenas.
0: Oh, yeah. Okay. And it's just, like, the same lyrics over and over again, yeah. but it's so catchy. Oh, that music is amazing, though, Lion King. Yeah. What animal am I?
1: Ooh. I say lioness, actually. Nice. I don't know why. It might be, like... The hair or something, but something he's, like, Mm -hmm. quite elegant but quite fierce at the same time. Oh,
0: yeah, thank you. I This question has, like, been one that we've talked about lately just with friends, and, like, I think I've gotten tiger and bear and stuff, like, really strong animals so oh that's good Then it's me with meerkat
1: i'm the thing that <laughs> hides underground but to be honest that does fit me because i hate confrontation.
0: so <laughs> yeah but you're cute <laughs> <laughs> uh what's your favorite movie slash tv show at the moment oh oh you
1: said at the moment thank yeah. you because i hate when people say oh full time because i'm like that's too hard yeah Oh, my favourite, I'd have to say, I've just finished a series of unfortunate events, the Netflix version, and I loved it. I've done it all in one day, even with having to re-watch the first four episodes with a friend, because I watched it on my own, wow. then it went around to friends yeah. for our birthday and we watched the first four together, then I went, went home
0: and watched the rest of them. And Oh my god, oh, that's so a definite good. sign that you like something yeah. when you watch it twice. Um, is that the one with, um, Neil Patrick Harris? Yes. Yeah, I've watched the first episode. It's really, yeah, it's yeah. really cool.
1: Yeah, because I read all the books when I was younger. There's like 13 books.
0: Read oh. all of them growing
1: up. Don't remember a lot from the last one I will admit because it got a bit weird, but read all of them. <laughs> watched the movie, but it's not that good of a movie. Mm-hmm. So I went into this being like, okay, I'll notice it's better than the Jim Carrey movie. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be happy, and then I watch like the all all the episodes so far, and I was just like, I love it, I love it so
0: much. <laughs> I really like the OA. Have you seen that? Oh, I've heard of it. What's it actually about? You should watch it. It's about uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it's about a, a woman in her twenties who's gone missing seven years ago, and she was blind when she went missing, but then she comes back. To her hometown suddenly out of nowhere but she can see
2: Ooh. and
0: people are kind of weirded out by her and she's she is kind of weird and she befriends some individuals who are totally different from her and from each other mm-hmm. and she tells her whole story to them and then you see both what's happening with them and what happened with her when she was missing and it's really really good the OA yeah what's the most embarrassing thing that you uh, thought as a child
1: I think I'll repeat what I told you earlier well I used to think movies were were real like even though I knew I could re- rewind them and re-watch them I thought they were real so when I watched the live action version of Peter Pan I thought Peter Pan was real and that uh, if I pretended to tell stories to people and because I didn't have siblings I couldn't be like Wendy and tell my siblings stories so mm. I, I used to tell my teddy bears stories in the house that <laughs> Peter Pan would see me and take me to Neverland. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh cool. Now I drink a little more than recommended. This world ain't exactly what my heart expected. Just trying to find my way some way. Oh, ah, oh, oh, Like I said, we've received Facebook questions. You might think some of them are silly, and if you want to not answer any of them, you can just say no comment. Are you ready? Yeah! (laughs) So, the first one is, how do you keep a wardrobe? Does a gender non-binary person have twice as many clothes as us boring gender binary people? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it is difficult,
1: because obviously gender presentation has... Isn't necessarily linked to what gender you identify as. So, for example, you can have a cisgender man who wears nothing but dresses, Mm -hmm. but if he still identifies as a cisgender man, it doesn't matter what he dresses like. But Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I did used to have like loads of masculine clothes and then a lot of feminine clothes, but now I think as I come more secure in my identity kind of thing, I kind of become more at peace with wearing feminine clothes. And not having to think, oh, I can only wear these on my strictly female days. Like, I can wear them whenever I feel like wearing them. Mm-hmm. But I do have a lot of clothes, but I think that's mm-hmm. more because I go
0: shopping too much and I hoard clothes too much. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any famous gender fluid people? Oh, the
1: most famous like in terms of specific, specifically gender fluid is Ruby Rose from Orange is New Black.
0: Oh my god! She
1: she is she's the one who plays Stella in season three, and she's a very well known model, and she does acting on the side kind of thing. Orange is the New Black was like the first big thing she was in acting, mm-hmm. but she also came out with like a kind of music video kind of thing where she came out as gender fluid, and that's kind of how she got boosted into fame kind of thing was for when that video got really popular,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: then all oh, because for oh, like was in when I was first on the show like I was on here because like I was making two class projects about one about gender one about gender neutral bathrooms and I had to obviously do research and everything then there's quite a few celebrities that have either come out as non-binary or have described themselves in a way that fits non-binary like there's a very famous. Miley
0: Cyrus. Yes,
1: Miley Cyrus. There's Angel Hayes, who's like a rapper in America, who's agender. She was also on an episode of Catfish, like as a guest presenter. Oh. And uh, did you say agender? Agender. They don't. They identify as not having a gender.
0: Okay, like asexual.
1: Yeah. So where asexual is not having sexual attraction to other people, and then. With a gender that's not
0: having a gender, I mm-hmm. believe, and dysphoria is basically feeling extreme extremely uncomfortable in looking like I, the other gender i
1: think. I think it's like I'm not an expert in terms of definitions, but mm. I think if I had to put it into words, it's usually like really uncomfortable. like dysphoria, if you're talking about physical dysphoria, is pretty really uncomfortable with how you look. So, like, for me, when I'm having, like, a male day, and it's, like, definite male day, I'll feel very dysphoric about, like, obviously my boobs, and I feel very dysphoric about my face, because I have a very chipmunk cheeks kind of thing going on, (laughs) so I feel like I have a very feminine face sometimes, Mm. and obviously my height, I'm only five foot two, so that kind of makes me look a bit more feminine, so... Mm. Everyone gets dysphoric about different things. Basically, mm. it's different yeah. for person to person because it's a very mental and emotional thing. I still have bad days where I have a lot of dysphoria, but that now it's becoming less and less. Like I'm learning how, like if I'm having an andro- like an in between day or a male day, I'm learning how to make myself look more masculine if I want to. Mm. Luckily, one of my friends had the spare binder that they didn't need anymore, so I was they gave that to me so that helped me a lot with my dysphoria and I think that's binding
0: your uh, yeah
1: binding your boobs and (laughs) (laughs) but then um doesn't that hurt um if you buy if you get a proper binder it shouldn't hurt
0: okay it's
1: just sometimes like you have to be really careful with binders is that there are a lot of there are some companies online that the make cheap ones which can actually be dangerous if you buy one that's too tight and isn't a proper binder and you and you wear Mm -hmm. it for too long and you can cause damage to your breast tissue. That's why it's very important to research your buy bind- your the company you're buying a binder from. Mm. it should kind of look like a sports bra if you're buying a cropped one, and then you buy some that look like vests. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if, yeah, okay. if you ever mm. need to buy if anyone ever needs to buy a binder, make sure to actually research the company, and make sure it's a proper company and it's made out of proper material. Mm. Yeah, as times gone by, I've become more. I've met other people who are non-binary but dress very feminine. I've become more at ease with I don't have to be masculine to be non-binary. Like you can dress however you want and identify as wherever you want. They don't have to be linked. Mm-hmm. So I've become a lot more comfortable and at ease with myself with that. So I get a lot less. it's great that older people like it's coming more into the line like that older people identify as non-binary mm-hmm. because unfortunately some people think it's just a new thing even though it has been around for centuries like the first mm-hmm. mention of third gender i believe was found somewhere in like ancient egyptian times was like one of the mm-hmm. first references of a third gender wow so the whole concept of non-binary has been around for centuries it's just it's always been
0: like Yeah. Like, different, like, explained in different ways. Right. And that's why people can think, like, oh, suddenly there's a new gender, all these things that people decide to be or whatever. And it's like, no, it's just people. Now they have some kind of language to explain how they feel and how they identify. So there's a question here. Did you ever go through a phase where you thought you were transgender? Uh what if like thought I was a trans man I Mm. I did
1: remember when I was a few years younger I like when I first heard of what transgender gender was I did think it like for like literally only for like like for me it was only like a like a week or so before I realized like no I definitely don't fully identify as male and because I didn't know about non-binary genders I Mm. just assumed oh must be a girl then and then When I first heard about non-binary genders, it was kind of like a little something in the back of my head was like, kind of like, clicked a bit. But even, but I still went into denial for a while. It was still a while until I was like,
0: yeah, yeah, I'm, that's what I am. I'm non-binary. There's a term for it. Yeah. It must be scary too. Isn't it scary to label yourself as something? Obviously coming out must be a bit scary. Yeah,
1: that's why like, that's why, like, I like to say that I'm not fully out. Like, I've got, like, one foot out the closet, so to speak. Yeah. Because, like, I'm out to basically everyone at university. Like, all my friends and now I'm basically either I've come out to or I'll, I'll just mention it in passing. And even if I've not come out to them, I just act like I have. So I'm just, like, if they, like, don't already know, they'll probably know by now. Yeah. But only one of my family members knows. Oh, who's that? That's my uncle. I kind of Huh. I can I remember he was in London, so we met up on one night. We had like a few drinks and that, and I mentioned something. that had something to do with non-binary genders, and he seemed really accepting of it. So mm-hmm. I was like, "In for a penny, in for a pound." So I kind of like casually came out, being like, "Yeah, I'm non-binary." Yeah. Then he was like, really, he was. How did a, he take it? Yeah, he yeah. took it really well. So and he knows about my pronouns and that. So that's really nice. But mm. none of my other family know. That's uh-huh. why it's funny, like on like so obviously on Facebook you can change your pronouns and everything, Mm-hmm. but I can't change mine because I have my I have like my mum and my grandparents on there, so I'm kind of just like
0: I don't get to change mine. <laughs> Great. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. But what about do they know about um that you're the president of the LGBT plus? Oh
1: yeah, they know society? I'm they know I'm the president of it, so mm. they know I'm not straight mm. or I'm. They must know I'm not straight. Like, my mum definitely knows I'm not straight, and I think the other, the rest of our family must have figured it out by now. Like, mm. I like I don't want to reinforce stereotypes, but I do mention it. on I do share stuff on Facebook all the time to do with not just gay rights, but I also share like jokes about being gay, mm-hmm. or and I always talk, share stuff, talk about like how hot this female celebrity might be. So I'm like, come on, they must they must have figured it out by now. <laughs>
0: um yeah are there any like do you have inside jokes about being gender fluid like are there any jokes about that yet (laughs) oh
1: there is i'm trying to can't remember them off the top of my head but like always have a joke where if i'm doing like a drinking game any drinking game that says oh girls do this girls drink and then later on i have the Maya have a rule saying, oh, when this happens, guys have to drink. Amoya's is <laughs> like, I have to drink for both. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ.
0: <laughs> if you didn't want to drink, you could be like, I don't feel like um, a girl uh, right now in this second. And then the next second, you're like, I, I don't feel like a boy. So,
1: but you wouldn't do that. No, no, never no. turn down the chance for drinking. Like, if like you're already playing a drinking game, might as well <laughs>
0: There's another question someone asked do you moderate your voice when you're like do you speak in a lighter tone when you're feeling female and then darker when you feel like a male i do try to but honestly i just generally forget because it's hard to yeah. keep
1: up a fake voice yeah and i can't get my voice that deep i naturally have a quiet high feminine voice so me (laughs) trying to sound like a stereotypical guy it's it doesn't work out well it just brings more attention to it so yeah yeah. i try to but i i'll be honest i usually forget yeah that must
0: be it must be hard for people if they have to do that
1: yeah because like like i said it's different for every person so some people they feel more comfortable if they do look good. Or look or act different depending on how they're feeling that day mm. so, for, so
0: for some people it could be quite stressful yeah last question from facebook do you use any dating apps and if so what is your experience with them
1: oh my friends to tell you i am on dating apps i'm currently on her because her has options for non-binary genders oh. which is great which is great mm. and they also have um, options for sexualities outside of t- straight, gay, and bi, so mm. I'm pansexual, so I was so excited when I went on her, and I was like, they have all these options,
0: mm. so I'm,
1: I'm on her, and before her, and I'm still on it, I'm on Tinder, I've been on Tinder for over a year, because... <laughs> I'm trash. And <laughs>
0: think, no, every, like, every single person I know, basically, is on Tinder. That's, uh... Yeah, I'm on Tinder. a very valid thing in 2017,
1: yeah. And um, Tinder, now has a theme where you can, like, put whatever gender you want, and you just say if you want to come under to search for men or search for women. And so you can, like, type, you just, like, search your term and then select it. But Tinder, I've had quite a few dates on there, because, like I said... <laughs> trash (laughs) and oh there was one where a guy was several hours late oh my god yep because he went to see a movie and then had to go back and shower and then come to kingston so i was just sitting at the fighting cox which is a rock pub in kingston and i was just sitting there like I look like an alcoholic because so I'm just sitting here on my own for hours. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Did he Did he write right. to you like, um, I'm going to
1: be late? Yeah, he told me, but I was already there because mm-hmm. if, I'm, if I'm meeting someone, like not just a stranger, but even if it's like a friend, I like being the first person now. Mm-hmm. So I turned up a little bit early because I hate being late as well. Mm-hmm. So I was fairly early. And then he messaged me saying he's going to be late. And I was like, bruh. I'm already here. <laughs> and then, oh, there was, a, um, no, there was another one where I met up with this guy, lovely guy. We met up in Covent Garden, went to this Bond exhibition. But then we went to Covent Garden Cocktail Club, which mm-hmm. is a great place. Like, that's why I signed up to be a member there because it's so good. And so we went and me and him and some other people ended up dancing on a table. What? Yeah, me and him had quite a few cocktails because <laughs> we were both buying each other
0: rounds of cocktails and yeah, ended up dancing on the table. That was oh. a lot of fun. Like every person that you've dated on Tinder have they known about you being non binary? Um, basically next to none have known because
1: it's kind of I don't put it on my like my like say in my field i'm non-binary because i know mm. there's decades on the internet
0: yeah have you been on a date with someone that's non-binary Ooh. i'm actually trying to remember because i've been on too many dates through
1: tinder it's embarrassing <laughs> uh like when i first got tinder like i've not been on a tinder date in a while but when i first got tinder like a year ago i was going on like a date a week
0: no but that's fun yeah but, if you like it then do it yeah it's excuse
1: it's an excuse to drink what yeah. can i say
0: <laughs> but oh
1: for me i do feel a bit bad like if i go straight on a date with someone who's for example a straight guy mm. and they kind of mention that like, because obviously we, i talk about like the society and that like because obviously i'm president of the lgbt society at the moment so yeah. they usually comes up in conversation
0: And And I mentioned,
1: like, oh, I'm really supportive of it, even though, like, I'm straight. And I'm just like, bruh, um, I'm kind of not a woman. or not completely a woman, so sorry about that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But do you say that you're pansexual before you say that you're... Uh, I usually say
1: I'm bi because it's the same thing. People on the internet can be kind of dicks. That's why I say I'm bi instead of saying I'm pan.
0: Yeah, because that's that's kind of what people are used to. Yeah. It's been around for longer. Yeah, even though mm. you still
1: get people a bit confused by bisexuality. And I was just like, if you are, if you can understand why someone can like one thing and another person can like another, why can't you understand why someone likes both? Yeah. Oh, and you always get, because I've got, I've got it on my profile that, oh, I'm bi. Mm. like i've had guys like a few guys being like oh like would you be in a threesome and i'm just of like of course bro come on we've been speaking five minutes it's a bit soon to ask that <laughs> yeah.
0: is there anything you would like to say something you want to clear up
1: well like like i said like i know i've mentioned it a few times but obviously being gender fluid or any other non-binary gender is a very it varies a lot on the person like people different people have different boundaries different people have different experiences like all the answers i've given have just been through how i experience it i just want to like make sure that i've established i'm not speaking for all non-binary people Mm. so like yeah like Mm. i'm not speaking for everyone like everyone's different but i just want to thank how the questions are like all really respectful and that yeah. Like, cause, like I said, people on the internet can be dicks. I, I was surprised Definitely. how everyone was so nice. Yeah, yeah really I've nice. had a really nice experience of all this. So
0: yeah. i like to thank everyone for not being a dick. So <laughs> thank you. Great. <laughs> I think that's a great way to end <laughs> the podcast today. And it's been so nice to have you here again, Paris. It's lovely being here again. <laughs> it was so fun. And, and thank you for clearing up. All of our questions mm-hmm. and so we understand uh, gender fluidity better yay, yay. Yeah. <laughs> long
3: time ago I call him perfect and stayed in what I thought was worth it the best that I could ever have gave you all of me cause you deserved it all the whispers in the grapevine and I act like I ain't heard it because I could, I just up and left you, when I ain't really no for certain, gave you the benefit, never thought the hell of it, you could never hurt, wait, when I was celibate, knew you had my heart and you told me that you were it. Oh. thought I couldn't be replaced, yeah. but it proved to be a different case, yeah. you're the one that had to let us go. Let's go, and get every memory erased, for that one night with a pretty face. had me feeling single lady with all the bitches he was messing with I bet he never kept a single lady got me staring through the window pain reflecting on the fact he played me I love him but I had to go to go for another to appreciate me your arms you ain't see that tyson was really your lucky charm you ain't see me stand right beside you when it was sunny you ain't see me stand right beside you another storm golden goddess oh so honest such a sweetheart but i'm dame dash honest college educated with a dean's list honest what you thought was trash somebody else would treasure I survived, every passing encounter drowned inside these lies, what was left as trash was gold in someone else's eyes, met me at the end of the rainbow in the sky, and he was just the best thing that I never had. You're the best thing that I ever had.